You're listening to Squat Club on the Air. Hey guys, welcome to Squat Club on the Air. It's Luke again, and again, it is also Jaden. Uh, we just can't get enough of doing podcasts, so <laughs> we just talk a lot of shit. So we thought, why not put a microphone in front of our faces and uh, yeah, talk some keep the ball rolling. Keep the ball rolling. If you hopefully you listened to last week's podcast, um, got some good feedback from people already, which is super cool to hear. Um, and I hope you took something away that you can start implementing into your routines. That's why we do these talks and give the information out for you just to help you guys. So today we uh, we actually don't have a topic. We kind of do, but we kind of don't. Um, our head of podcast, Georgia, <laughs> has... Newly appointed head of podcast. Yeah, yeah she's just newly appointed. She, she sets up the podcast, which makes our job so much easier so we can just come and talk uh, some... Hopefully some good information, but also talk some shit a little bit as well. Has made it easier for us to do that. So thank you, Georgia, if you're listening. And yeah, so we did get a question off her that she was a little bit too shy to ask on, on the, the podcast. On, right, <laughs> live on the air. So uh, that question was, how do I know if I'm training hard enough? Which is quite an interesting topic. We have nothing really planned over it. I just think maybe we get the ball rolling and just talk about yeah, well, what is training hard? Like, how do, how do you know if you are training hard? Are you coming in and just going through the motions and not getting good results? What are the things we look for? Um, so on that point, I'll uh, flip it over to you, Jaden. You can just tell me where your thoughts have gone um, when I've said that and go from there. All right. So I think for you guys to get the most out of this, I think we'll talk uh, mainly like interset, um, interset effort. Uh, because if you're talking about like sessions, I suppose those sets mm-hmm. and if you're applying yourself in those sets will make up a solid session um so i think things that you need to be thinking as you're going through your reps um to complete your set is uh, what's probably most important um to start us out i'd say that first of all we need to be training sufficiently close to failure yep um do you want to give us a little bit of an indication or a little bit of a um yep. an idea of how you'd uh know if you're training yeah somewhat close to failure yeah so like with with any resistance training I think probably one thing that just sprung to mind before we go into this is like we're probably going to be talking more about um, intensity in the terms of load, not intensity of like coming in and like smashing yourself as hard as you can on like a bike or a rower. Like that is a high intensity. We're talking about intensity of load, I think, first and mm-hmm. foremost. Would you agree? Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. So we're talking more about intensity of load and getting probably the results you want. Uh, so, w- yeah, what do I look for? Jaden said something about getting close to failure so i think just to get everyone give everyone a picture of what we're talking about just imagine you come in and you want to get uh you know bigger arms for example one muscle in that arm is your bicep so let's just say a bicep curl because everyone understand what a bicep curl is if say just say for example Jaden come in and he was lifting two kilo bicep curls and he did the standard 12 reps I know for sure because of Jaden's Jaden's training experience that that would not be anywhere close to failure. He would probably be able to do just say he stopped at ten or twelve. He'd probably still have about maybe fifty to a hundred, <laughs> maybe more. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe two. No. Oh, come on now. <laughs> but that that that's not going to be sufficient load or intensity, whatever you want to use to elicit um, mechanical tension on the muscle. So it's probably not going to be an effective set for Jaden. So. Jaden might say, okay, that was super easy. And he might up the weight to, let's say. Oh, here we go. Go on, be kind. I'll be kind. Let's (laughs) say 15 kilos. So 15 kilos. Now Jaden's got 15 kilos in his hands. And just say he's going to do, let's say he's going to aim. He wants to have 
three reps in the tank. Mm-hmm. So, for example, he would start lifting the weights, just say he got up to 12 and he was to stop. And then he, I said, actually, Jaden, I want you to keep going until you can't do any more. And then he did rep 13, rep 14, rep 15, and then went to do rep 16 and he just mechanically couldn't lift that weight up. That would be failure and that would be three reps in the reserve if he was to stop at 12. I think something there that's um, important, you said um, that's mechanical failure. Yeah. I think that needs to be explained mm, a, a little bit further in detail because um, just because you are hitting, say, like three reps shy from absolute failure, what does your failure look like? And I suppose mm-hmm. um, when you talk about mechanical failure, that sort of, I guess, sets the scene for whether you actually are um, applying that load, that tension to the correct muscle that you're trying to, to yeah. train. Yeah. So, uh, like Jaden said there, this could go, definitely go down a little bit of a rabbit yeah, hole <laughs> But I think it's important to... <laughs> There's probably about 10 things that's popped into my head. But uh, I think, Jaden, the example just for you to... I know it's a podcast, so you can't see my arms lifting up and down. <laughs> but if you were swinging the weight around and using your legs in a bicep curl, there's a good chance that you're not getting you're not getting failure from just your biceps because you're recruiting all these other muscles as well. So that's definitely a good point. If you are looking to train hard, you've got to make sure the target muscle you're trying to train, that's the that's where you're getting the stimulus. Incorporating other joints and other muscles isn't going to be true failure yeah. as such. Yep. Um, so I think, yeah, again, like keep in mind that when we're talking about um, reps and reserve or like training close to failure, yep. it's sort of um, a given that your form is held constant. So mm-hmm. I'd say we could both agree that like, before you decide to add load, that um, your form has to be there. Like yeah, you have to be definitely. applying that uh, tension through the the muscles that you are aiming to apply that tension to. Yeah. Um. And without that, then there's real no need for applying load because yeah. you you know you're going to be all over the place. Instead of hitting Loads biceps, gonna you're going to be hitting front delts and yeah. 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 Um. So I think that's an important um given uh, that we need to keep in mind when yeah. we're talking about how hard are we training in the gym? Because it can be very easy to, you know, just go, oh yeah, that was, you know, pretty close to failure. But then like, again, where are you applying that load? Yeah. Are you really hitting what you want to hit? Yeah. Um, all right, so we've got the... Yeah, I think the, the reps in reserve is the big key takeaway. Like, and I think, so reps in reserve, just for everyone, is how, how many reps in the tank you have until you reach failure. That's definitely an important, important uh, thing for all people training. Now, Jaden made a good point before. There's many factors that influence if you are actually going at, like close to failure. And I'll, like where my kind of head goes with that is like, are you training hard enough? So for example, if you do a leg extension, mm-hmm. yes, it feels psychologically it feels like a hard set but just because you can feel your quads working does that mean you're close to failure and how do you judge that mm-hmm. which Jaden, i'll pass it over to yeah, you sweet. <laughs> um so to tackle this uh this challenge i like to use machines so um i look to mm-hmm. machines uh to test you know how or the client's perception of how close they're training mm-hmm. to failure because that's really really what it is perception, it's yeah. um their understanding of how hard they're training. Now, that's not always correct. Mm-hmm. And sort of what I'm about to explain is important to do sometimes to 
to gauge that. So you get more experience, uh, what it feels like, you know, training hard. And so what you'd call them, I'm pretty sure you could correct me if I'm wrong on this one, mm-hmm. that um, they're called anchor sets, right? Um, so it's where you choose an exercise that is fairly easy um, in terms of uh, targeting the muscle that you want. So your example, a leg extension. And so you'd say you pick a, a weight, say it might be 50 pounds, 25 kilos, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it may be, and you just take that to absolute failure. Yeah. Like for that exercise, it's pretty pretty hard to mess up. I could say that like if you keep your bum on the seat and your back on the seat and you're just literally straightening your legs, um, it's pretty hard to mess that one up. Yeah. Um, so choosing that correct exercise and then just going pretty much until you cannot get that weight up will yep. give you a good understanding of what it's like to to reach failure. And why is that important? Um, because most people tend not to push hard in their sets. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's probably the thing as well. Like each exercise is going to be a completely different feeling and sensation. And a lot of, I think where a lot of people go wrong is they, you know, it is sometimes uncomfortable to go close to fail. Like if you're truly keeping really good technique and going somewhat close to failure with a couple reps in the tank, it's not going to be comfortable, okay? So what we generally do before it even gets <laughs> uncomfortable, we stop, okay? And we say, okay, we're just going to stay on these weights that we're nice and comfortable with because we don't want to get uncomfortable. So a leg extension is probably an exercise where it is probably going to be uncomfortable. Versus maybe a bicep curl that maybe is not as uncomfortable, I would argue. Versus some people just... Some people just find exercises nicer than others. Some people are like, I know I can push hard on this one, but when I do back exercises, I, I don't really know where reps and reserves as well. So that's mm-hmm. probably another big thing is like, there's so many factors and different exercises that go into it. So like Jaden said, pushing, pushing failure sometimes. Like I like to use with my clients an MRAP, which is as many rounds as possible. So like Jaden said, we picked a weight. I want you to do as many reps as you can. And I want you to, feel what that feels like to go to failure because if you know that feeling, then you know what it feels like to be a little couple of reps short. But if you've never gone to failure before, you don't really have a clue of where mm-hmm. failure is. So you're probably about, I would say most people in the gym would probably be anywhere between 10 and 15 reps <laughs> in reserve. And we want to aim anywhere between two to five is probably just a good ballpark. Mm-hmm. But I would say majority of people won't get there. So that's probably the first Check yourself point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I think about it like this. I think about it as like you're drawing a map with um, each exercise. And so like if you're always in that comfortable zone, you're just traveling, you know, the road or, you know, you're, you're staying within your area of known on your map. Yeah. And for you to really understand what it's like to push hard, you have to e- explore. You have to sort of jump outside of that known area and push yourself. Yeah. And so as you said, like picking an exercise that you feel um, – Preferably one that's um, probably isolation exercise. I don't yep. know if you'd agree on that one. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. You can feel it a lot more versus a uh, a heavy, which like I wouldn't squat, yeah. a heavy squat. I wouldn't recommend. Yeah, a squat to a um a leg extension. I'd um, say a single joint. You're probably on the money there. Definitely yeah. test it with those. Yeah. yeah, if your focus is on the quads, um, a leg extension is definitely going to be way better for you know testing the waters of what it feels like to be close to to failure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really pushing pushing the envelope and yeah, picking exercise that's safe, getting to understand what it feels like. Yep. And that way later on down the track when um, your program calls for something like two or three reps in reserve, you're able to accurately gauge that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that will change over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 
obviously just because a certain weight had two or three reps in the tank, you should be getting stronger over time, which means you have to progressively overload that stimulus, okay? So that's something to be mindful of as well. Like it just because, you know, a bicep curl is 12 kilos is challenging now. If you're still doing 12 kilos in, you know, three months, three months time, for example, a good chance is your reps and reserves has now increased. So you're, cl- you're further away from failure because you've just gotten better at the exercise and you've probably gotten stronger, hopefully build a bit of muscle, all these factors that go into it, but you just need to pretty much be checking set to set. How many reps do I have in the tank? Sometimes I say to my clients, don't even worry about how many reps you're doing. With this exercise, I want you to get three reps in reserve and let's see how you go. And then I'll say, you know what? You reckon you got three reps in reserve? Let's keep going. And then some of the times they might get an extra 10 reps when they thought they would have got three. So that's something practical that you could definitely use with your training as well. And I'm sure me and Jaden, a lot of the time, we're probably, we're undershooting it, I mm-hmm. would say, because that discomfort comes in, the fatigue comes in, you've already done heavy squats, you're in, you're on your leg press, and now you're doing leg extension, you're fatigued, all these factors go into it. So a question to ask yourself, if you could take one thing from the podcast was, was that set effective? And how far away was I from true failure with good technique? Again, so many factors yeah, that I, I can add yeah. onto that list. But uh, yeah, the podcast will probably drag on a little bit longer. Little bit but too long. that's probably a question I'd probably ask yourself if you're training hard enough. Because a lot of time people try to add more and more sets, more and more sets, more and more sets. Mm-hmm. And they think that's an effective way to build more muscle or get more gains. But in actual fact, you probably need to check the intensity. Yeah, I think, think that just definitely comes first. Um, even on that, like you don't have to take every set um, to failure or do an AMRAP, but I think it is important every now and then just to jump in and give it a crack, see what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the sessions between that, even just being aware and like questioning yourself each set, um, how hard was that? How many do you think you had? Yep. Just being aware of it, aware I find, it. is um, probably the biggest thing for long-term progress. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to go up week to week. Nothing has to change week to week, but long-term, if you're aware of it um, and you are implementing like, AMRAP sets, uh, even like once a month, you're going to be way, 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 way better off yeah. in the long term than just going about the same thing over week after over. week. Yeah. yeah, just lifting the same moderate to low intensity weights and never really putting any challenging stimulus on the body. You're probably going to get uh, minimal <laughs> results. <laughs> unless, of course, you're a beginner when, you know, it's probably going to be fine. And the other thing is probably takeaway is, you know, that obviously that lower to mo- moderate intensity is not going to do much. But just don't then go and say, oh, Jaden and Luke said we have to train harder to then take every set to failure because that as well has its downfalls that you're going to accumulate a lot of fatigue and Mm -hmm. end up being probably not getting as good results either. It's kind of like finding that magic point is probably the hardest thing I would say. But yeah, if you could take one thing away, what Jaden said was just like, sometimes just test the waters and see where you're at, but don't go to failure every single time. And don't just come in and just lift suboptimal loads, you know, h- half the weight that you should be doing. You're not going to get great results. I'd agree. I'd agree. Um, I think just um, I lost my train of thought here. Ash is swinging around with the camera. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it's hard when you just got cameras and paparazzi. Yeah, hard being famous. This is just the uh, the way it is for us being the stars of the podcast now. 
You're just going to get sick of me and Jaden's voice because we're going to be the ones talking all the time. So. It gets distracting sometimes, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think honestly we've covered like a lot of the yeah, lot common of errors. Like, and and we, I wouldn't say we're going to add anything extra. Um, I think we'll probably wrap it up there anyway. If you can take away a couple things what we said today, you're going to get way more mm-hmm. results in the gym. You're going to make your training way more effective. And even if you're just aware of it and just aware of the reps in yeah. reserve, getting close to failure, maybe testing an MRAP here or there, um, maybe using single joint exercises to feel at first, not getting uh, discomfort in the, let, let discomfort in the way of uh, getting your mm-hmm. close to failure. I'd be pretty confident in saying, like, even just putting this podcast out, I'm sure there's going to be people that um that go away and just be like, oh, I wonder like what it's mm-hmm. actually like to take a close um a set close to failure when it's um like when there's good form involved yeah. and things like that, um and really know what it feels like because, well, a lot of the research research shows that um people are just training way too easy and that's generally because yeah. people don't like like the discomfort yeah and so just your brain's telling you yeah, to, stop. to stop and i know i do it and um, i've obviously trained a long time training for a long time we understand the research we understand where you have to be to get the the most stimulus on the muscle fibers we know that and still i know that i i could easily hold my hand up and say there'll be sets that i probably bitch out yeah 100 percent. and the difference between people get results and not are that, like can you not do that can mm-hmm. you not bitch out and just push hard within your limits that you can recover from it probably takes a little it definitely takes a lot more focus um to train effectively and optimally than yeah what um most people are currently doing and even we we fall in that into that category it's like it is very difficult to have a complete session full of effective sets like at the Mm. correct reps and reserve with perfect form and you'll know like if you've actually done that like you'll feel quite uh I don't know if we can swear on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you, um, Ash, can you be messed up? up. <laughs> yeah, you feel messed up. I was going to say F, but you'll be very sore in the muscles that you're trying to target. Yeah, and yeah, you're going to get a lot out of it. So, um, anything to add, Jaden? You reckon that's? I think we've covered a lot. I think people will be able to take a, a lot of value out of this. Pretty good, considering we had nothing planned, and then we just kind of flowed along. That's probably what we do best, anyway. Rather than just planning something and just trying to talk about it, it's probably just cool just to get on. Talk some shit. Let Ash just take photos of us. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do with them, but whatever, whatever you're into, Ash. Whatever uh, he does. <laughs> yeah, whatever he does with the photos. Uh, but yeah, it's a good chat. Thanks, Jaden. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you all for um, tuning in and listening to another Squat Club on the Air with Luke and Jaden. <laughs> You'll be seeing here and playing more. <laughs> all right. We'll see you all next time. Thanks, guys.